Andrea Mayotte is a registered dietitian, boss babe, and go-getter. Andrea felt called to study nutrition when her life drastically changed after she lost 55 pounds on a weight loss journey of her own. Andrea has been working in the critical care setting for four years. She always dreamed of running her own business, and this year she took the jump and made it happen. As a RD boss, Andrea helps busy babes lose weight by educating them on optimal food choices and 20-minute meals that both accompany their work schedules and allow them to fully live their lives. Andrea recently took a leap of faith and reduced her clinical job hours to focus more on at boss.babe.nutritionist, where she has endless opportunities to inspire, motivate, and help other women held back by weight loss like she was. Yay, welcome to the podcast, Andrea. Thank you. I'm so glad to meet you. So nice to meet you and have you here. I'm so excited to hear more about your journey. I would love to hear about where you started out versus where you are now. Yes. So after I got my RD license, I had always dreamed of becoming like my own dietitian boss. But I always heard like, it's too risky or you need clinical experience before that. And and so I got a job in the critical care unit at a hospital and I just started working and working and it's like, here I am four, four years later. But during that time, I kind of dipped my toes in the water and I remember making a meal plan for a lady from the gym I worked at and it took me eight hours to make it and I charged her $40. Like that's so bad. and. I made like meals for a couple ladies at work for lunches, like meal prepped and, and charged like nothing. And so it's like, I wanted to do everything and I was so overwhelmed. I had no direction and where I am now. So where I am today is I know that private practice is risky, of course, but what's even riskier is settling for a job when you can have your own job where you love it and you help people and you make money and you get respected. <laughs> and today I'm organized. I have one ideal client that I speak to. It's specifically a female who's 25 to 34 years old who wants to lose weight, live her best life in a confident body. And today I charge six times the amount that I used to. <laughs> I used to like rip myself off and Today, it's like I'm paying myself the amount that I deserve. There's so much to pull from that, so much great information there. So first of all, you always wanted to be your own boss. You went into this because you actually had a weight loss experience, yet you kind of went and you had heard, I'm doing air quotes, this is a podcast and they can't see that, but you had heard that you should start in clinical or you should, you shouldn't jump right into private practice. And a lot of us hear that you need experience first and it's not really true, but you did get that experience. And what you learned from it was that you're kind of like stuck doing a job where you don't feel valued. You don't, you feel kind of like you're underpaid for what you're worth. And that the other thing to pull from that was when you were your own boss starting out, you didn't pay yourself your worth. So you didn't even charge your worth when you were your own boss. And as this has evolved, you now realize how 
ridiculous it was to undercharge like that. And I think a lot of us go through that. Like we want to help everyone for no money and just for free and just because we care and it's just not sustainable. So to be able to do what we want and help the people we want to help, we have to charge our worth so that we can keep going. Exactly. Yes. So you got clear on your niche. It sounds great. How has that evolved? Was that where you started out? So I transitioned from helping bosses and entrepreneurs to more of boss babes. So boss babes are women with ambition wanting to thrive. Earlier, I was focusing on just super busy women entrepreneurs who are working all day. And I only wanted clients, I realized, who had the time to learn and follow my weight loss like life-changing method. Great. So now you know really clearly that you still want to help these boss babes like yourself and help them figure out how to fit the nutrition program that you offer into their busy lifestyle? Correct. Yes. And I show this by, you know, 20 minute meals and just getting into that person's life and knowing what she's thinking, where she's going, what she needs to hear. And a lot of it's just super practical things. I know we can overthink a lot, but it's just super practical and little things go a long ways. That's such a good example because you figured out your niche and now you can look at that person that you're helping. You just can picture her right in your head and say, what is she struggling with? Like, what does she have trouble with? And the pain point is, you know, that she needs fast meals that are still healthy and still going to help her lose weight. And yeah, so when you know exactly who you're talking to, it helps to make simple, super useful posts that speak right to her and what she needs. Exactly. Yes. Great. Okay. So You always had this dream to start your private practice. What led you to finally take action on it? Yes, that's funny. So I I guess I just realized I'm like, I've been in clinical for four years. I don't want to be a clinical manager. And on top of that, COVID-19 was started and that just validated things even more. I was working in the unit with the COVID positive patients. Um, we weren't allowed to you know, work from home. And there were six girls in our little office and somebody was always coming in like coughing all over. And I just realized like, <laughs> this is not what I was meant to do. I felt trapped and stuck. And I wasn't listening to like my, my old dreams where I wanted to travel and have freedom and have financial growth and and love what I did because I didn't feel like I was like really extremely helping anyone. Yeah, so you felt stuck. I mean, four years passed before you knew it. You were like, what am I still doing here four years later? And you realize that you're not helping people the way you want to and you feel trapped. That's a really good sign that is just time to move on, figure out a way to get out. Exactly. Yes. (laughs) Great. Well, congratulations for actually doing that because it takes guts and you did it and you're doing it. So dietitian bosses, (laughs) 
inspirational. Um, so you have been growing your Instagram. You're really good on there. I would love one or two tips that you have for listeners about how you effectively build the know, like, and trust factor. Yes. So show up and be yourself. It's like, even when you don't think anyone's watching, like someone is watching. Um, for example, I get told at the hospital I work at part-time by nurses and different staff, like, oh, Andrea, I watch your, your story every night, or I'm doing this tip that you gave me. And it's just, it's motivating. And I realize like, just by showing up and putting myself out there, I'm growing myself with experience, but I'm also helping others as well. I love that. So one is the one thing that you said that's super important just now is like when you don't think anyone's watching, I think a lot of us get caught up in numbers or like comparisonitis and we might do a story and only three people watch it, but that's three people that watched it. And that's three people that maybe needed to see it. Maybe you helped them. Maybe they're going to become a client. Maybe they're going to refer you a client someday. You never know. So just getting on there, doing it, showing your face, showing who you are and offering value so that people can see it. That's why we do what we do, right? Exactly. And I remember like the first two stories I did, I, it literally took two hours for two minutes of content. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like I was being a perfectionist and, but I just stuck with it. And day by day, it's like now I just put the camera up and I just say what I want to say and it's over. So it's like you learn a lot of confidence by just sticking to it and, and yes. Love it. Yes. I, that's so funny. I used to do the same thing. I used to do videos and I would edit out every um and uh and stutter and pause trying to make it perfect. It took all this time and it probably ended up sounding worse and choppy. And now I think really just being real on there, showing you is how they're going to get to know you and want to work with you. So you're doing a great job. Thank you. So are you. <laughs> Thank you. So let's talk money. How much have you made? What? So you were able to go to part-time, which is awesome. Um, how much have you made? What's your, what are your short-term and long-term goals? Yes. So this process of the finances has been a little slower than I'd like it to be, but I've been uncovering like a lot of behaviors that have been holding me back from succeeding, like fears of money, of abundance and prosperity. And I actually, I just wanna be open and share this with anyone because I'm sure there's others who might not know but are struggling with this. And I reached out and I've been doing therapy about some of these fears. And just by, by doing that, I've become my own like money abundance guru I feel like I'm like a cheerleader and and I've learned how to find like the middle of time like I don't have to have all the money in the world I don't have to be poor and I don't have to like work a hundred hours a week and I don't have to just quit but finding that middle that middle ground like I am trying to help my clients do with living a healthy balanced lifestyle and and just last week, I committed to taking an action. Um, I am working part-time, but 
I have actually, I don't know, it's been busy, so I've been working almost full-time, but just four days a week. And so I committed to working like two hours less every day. And the first day I did that, I'm not kidding, I had a call that night and I sold my first like three-month package. So it's like $1,200, bam. And that's like what I needed. It was just validation. I was like, thank you, God. <laughs> like, And I just needed to become, you know, have more faith in myself and and just continuing to improve these little things within that are holding me back. And my other goals, my next goal is to make $4,000 a month by the end of the year. And in the new year, I'll have even bigger goals. And eventually, I would love to quit my full-time job altogether. And I'd like to do that within the next eight months. That is amazing. That is so good and such good value for our listeners. So one, kind of being patient, sticking with it. Again, comparisonitis, that's like sometimes it takes someone three months and they're quitting their full-time job and then someone, it could take years. But putting the work in, being consistent and like figuring out, working with a coach, figuring out what it's going to take to actually making the goals and then what figuring out what it's going to take to attain them and having like therapy is huge getting the support that you need for the mindset stuff because it can be really scary cutting consistent income to jump into this world of being an entrepreneur where it can be kind of a roller coaster ride of uh some people signing up one month and then maybe no one the next month and then a bunch of people the next month and it's it's uh, a lot of us dietitians with sort of the control, we want to control everything. And being an entrepreneur is definitely a mindset shift and growing learning experience because we have to be able to learn to be flexible and confident and keep going even when it's hard. I love it. I think it's super valuable, that share. So nice, nice share and way to be vulnerable and help people. So it sounds like you've come a long way with your mindset and working with Libby and working with your therapist. And uh, would you mind if some of the other dietitian bosses reached out to you on Instagram for support or suggestions on how you were able to overcome some of the mindset? No, I would love to help anyone else because as you said before, it's like mindset it has such a huge impact on being successful. And, and if it just takes a little tweaking here and that's all you need to like have a much more successful, fulfilling job and lifestyle, then it's so worth it. So worth it. It's such an interesting growth experience, but so worth it. So can you walk us through your experience using social media to grow your business? Yes. So at first I was very afraid of stories. If I put a story up, it would be like the water in a sunset. I would never be of me, of course. Um, my posts were usually grocery shopping, like my cart or something I found in the aisle or it would just be me with like a pretty background. So it'd just be like these pictures that 
they were just pictures. They weren't like saying anything. And by just looking at it, like no one would ever know that I'm a dietitian trying to help people with weight loss. And I put a lot in my captions back then. And, and I don't think anyone, you know, really even read them because my post wasn't catching. And so today, my posts are very clear and simple. It's like my message, it speaks to one person. It speaks directly to my ideal client. And when looking at my feed, you can always see like the big letters, weight loss or lose weight or lose 25 pounds very clearly. And, and those are what attract people to read my captions. And then they can find that I'm my service there, that I'm a dietitian and, and I can actually make money and have a business that way. That is amazing. I did the same thing. It's like, just read the caption, but no one did. And isn't it nice to be able to know that people actually read the caption now? Probably sometimes. It is. Yes. It's like a lot of thought and time and energy goes into that. Yep. So that's what your Instagram feed first looked like was a bunch of kind of pictures and prettiness, but no one would really kind of know how to work with you or what you do. And now they would look at it and see very clearly that you're going to help them lose weight. And then it sounds like they could go into your stories and see actually you and not just the sunset. They can see who you are and what you're like so they can get to know you. Yes. Yes. I'm very confident now on my stories and I started out, as I said earlier, like taking two hours and re-recording and recording and just going crazy. And now it's like so simple. I just, I just be myself and I just genuinely say what I think my ideal client needs to hear. Love it. And it's working because you're actually getting sales. Yes. (laughs) Hey, that's the goal. Uh, So how do you approach sales and how has your mindset evolved around sales? Yeah. So before I was always saying like, who's going to buy from me or who's going to pay this much money. And I would be like, you know, before I was charging $40 for eight hours of my time. And now all of a sudden I'm going to charge, you know, 150 for an hour of my time. And through the growth and going through the Libby's program, I've started thinking of it as this person needs me. Like this person is going to be helped. Their life is going to be changed in an amazing, positive way um, through my services. And, and I just get on sales calls and I'm just confident and genuine. And I just talk like I want to help them because that really is what I want to do. That's amazing. So you're just basically genuine and honest in trying to help them and wanting to help them. And then you value yourself to be able to be the professional who's going to provide the service and they need to compensate you appropriately. And you're confident in that. Yes, exactly. And and also, I look at it as like, if somebody is going to pay this much money, they're going to be dedicated. It's like, they're going to take this seriously. They're going to take me seriously. And, and that's what I want. It's like, I don't want to charge $20 for a consult and then feel like I'm wasting my time because I'm not really helping anyone change. 
That's such an important mindset shift that can be so, it sounds so simple, but it can be so challenging, but it's the truth. If they don't pay you what you're worth, they won't value your worth. Like you have to charge enough to make them really invest and that's how they're actually going to get the results. And that is hugely important to recognize when it comes to the sales mindset. Thank you for pointing that out. You're welcome. So what advice do you have for someone who is scared to show their face? Yes. So with stories, be confident. Just talk like you're talking to a friend and, you know, tell yourself that you can delete it if you mess up. Like, this isn't live. It's like, I can just be confident and say what I'm going to say. And if I don't like it, then I'll delete it. Um, so I think that it takes the pressure off. And, and also, like, do this for you. And if not now, then when? Like, if this is your dream, just do it. <laughs> you have to start somewhere. And, and I feel like if I would have waited longer, like if I would have stayed in the hospital full time for, you know, 10 more years, it would be even more difficult. And I'd just be really wasting <laughs> 10 years, I feel like. I love it. So just do it. Get started. There's no perfect time. And I like the idea of like just trying. Talk to the camera like you'd be talking to a friend. And if you don't like it, delete it. No biggie. As simple as that, yes. Yeah, take the pressure off. I like it. Do you have any clinical stories to share from your four years? <laughs> well, I have many, but I'll share a few of the ones that kind of really stick out. Just recently, like a month ago, I was training a new dietitian, and we were consulted to do weight loss education for this man who was pretty heavy. He was um, five foot six, I believe in like 450 pounds. So it's like, I knew that like being a clinical dietitian, I only have a certain amount of time and there's only so much I can do there. But as I st started reading his chart, I knew <laughs> there was a lot more to it. So he had like this personality disorder where he did not know moderation. He was like all or nothing. And so when we went up there and I tried to like help him like find the middle, but he told me that he lost 40 pounds in 40 days and, and he spent a thousand dollars, but he didn't want to spend another thousand and lose more weight. So he gained it back. And after saying that he like shamed my degree and said that that's what I needed to do. That's where the money was at. <laughs> and I was like, well, clearly, it's not the money that I'm going for. Another time I was, I was about to go to the cafeteria and I had to use the restroom. And this man, he waited outside in the hallway for me to come out. And as I walked to the cafeteria, he starts talking to me and like he asks me out on a date. He's 45 years older and it's like I'm in scrubs. Like I'm a professional. Like, and I feel like that it happened a lot in the hospital and it was just it's just a lot of disrespect in that regards and and I think one of the worst situations that happened and I guess it's just with having like a manager is there was a huge hurricane coming to Florida a couple of years ago and it was supposed to like hit our hospital like directly because we're on the water 
And my manager said, oh, you can, you can go home, just do what you need to do. So I went to Michigan. When I got to Michigan, however, she told me that I was expected to be there at the hospital. And if I didn't show up, I was going to get a final written warning. <laughs> and so I did. I got a final written warning, but I fought it. And it's just, I don't know, it's just chaos. And it just makes me think like working for myself and with people that I want to work with rather than just being out there. Yeah. So first you're expected to in 15 minute consult cure a man who has mental health issues and weighs 450 pounds, which as dietitians we know is bonkers. Like there's, there's a lot more going on, a lot more help that man needs than 15 minutes of dietitian counseling, right? To cure him of, from whatever he's going on. And then, then for him to disrespect you. And it sounds like there was a lot of disrespect going on for you as a professional in your experiences from clients and patients and also from your manager who told you one thing and then kind of went back on it, just sort of not being a good boss. Right, exactly. It's sad. Yeah, that's sad. So the good news there is that all of that sort of disrespect and struggle and your clinical experience extra motivated you to be dropping hours and working your tail off to get your business going so you could be your own boss. Exactly. And I appreciate having those experiences because now I'll really appreciate <laughs> when I don't have any of them. <laughs> yes, I love it. And do you have any advice for a dietitian who's just starting out? Yeah, just, just start. Every post, every caption, every story is progress. And it's like with progress, we grow. And, and also to just be consistent. Um, just show up each and every day and believe in yourself. And also, as I was mentioning earlier, like take care of yourself and your mindset. I remember some days I would just work, work, work way too long. And I started becoming like tired and frustrated and I like, wasn't appreciative of the things that I should have been appreciative of. So I've learned more balance and I encourage that like everyone has, you know, time for themselves, especially on the weekends and still has fun and lives life to its fullest because it's like you have to be happy and your best self in order to help your clients become their best selves. I love that. That's amazing, amazing advice. Finding the balance because it's tempting to just hustle, 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 but uh, we wouldn't advise our clients to do that and we can't be our best selves and help the most when we're exhausted. Yes, exactly. Love it. So what is next for you and your business? Yes, so in the next few months, I'd like to drop down to 16 hours a week at my job. So that's like the lowest amount of hours I can do for, for part-time. And I'd also, I want to start group coaching, you know, helping a lot more of my ideal clients at one time. 
and just continuing having my mindset of growth, you know, continuing my daily positive affirmations and reading, you know, the books for mindset and, and just becoming my best self. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing. This is so much great information for our fellow dietitian bosses. And uh, tell them again where they can find you on Instagram. Yes, I'm at boss.babe.nutritionist. Great. If you identify as a female dietitian or student, apply to my coaching program. I'm accepting applications now. My clients go from zero to exceeding their sales goals. I save you time, energy, and I show you how to confidently become a dietitian boss. Thousands of your colleagues from around the world are doing it, and so can you. Apply on my website at libbyrothschild.com and check the show notes if you want that link right away.